Fish in a Tree, Chapter 28, Deal of a Lifetime. Allie, Mr. Daniels calls me to him as the classroom empties for lunch. Yeah, I ask, heading over. So, I've been thinking a lot about some of the answers you give during discussions. I love it when you share your opinions. Thanks, I say, wondering why he really called me up here. And I love your thoughts on Roy G. Biv. I overheard you asking Suki about her grandfather and comparing him to yours. Well, Allie, I'm impressed by you. I shrug. What am I going to say? That he's crazy if he thinks I have anything for brains but a pail full of grasshoppers? Really, you have some wonderful gifts. And your explanation of lonely and alone? That was clever. I glance up at him, but stare at my shoes by the time I answer. That was just because I know about those words. Alone and lonely, that's all. It was just an unfortunate stroke of luck. He laughs. <laughs> an unfortunate stroke of luck, huh? I nod. I see. Yeah. Allie, how many kids your age use phrases like unfortunate stroke of luck? I feel like a fish in a wire cage rather than a tank. Can I go to lunch now? Not just yet. I'm wondering, do you ever think one word but a different one comes out of your mouth? Well, yeah, I, I guess. Does reading sometimes give you headaches? I nod, more nervous. When you look at letters, do they ever seem to move? I'm confused. Of course they do. They do? He is wide-eyed. I nod, but I'm not sure if I should. He just looks at me for a while, and, and I think I know how Keisha's cupcakes feel when she watches them in the oven. One more question, he says. I shift my weight. Have you ever heard of a game called chess? Yeah, I say happier. It's from Alice in Wonderland through the looking glass. My grandpa read it to me a gazillion times. It's the game that uses a checkerboard and the castle pieces, right? He brightens. Yeah, that's the one. Do you know how to play? I shake my head. Do you want to learn? I don't know. Well, he says, leaning forward and resting his elbows on his knees. I think you'd like chess. I could show you how to play after school. You know, if you'd like. I'd have to stay after? He thinks for a second. Well, I was thinking of starting a chess club. I thought you could come first so I could teach you to play. If it works out well, we can invite other kids. It might be fun, something different. It's not like I was born yesterday. I know he's up to something. Teachers don't volunteer to stay after school to play games. I kind of want to say yes because Mr. Daniels is cool and I don't think there's any reading stuff in chess and my grandpa would have liked to know I could play. But it, it scares me. Well... I don't think so, but thanks anyway. He seems disappointed. I turn to go. How about if I excuse you from homework for learning how to play? I stop like my feet are strapped to thousand pound blocks. Did he just say that? I turn around. What's the catch? I ask. No catch. If you stay after to learn chess for a few days, I'll excuse you from homework on the days you stay. Am I going to have to write a paper or something? No no papers, promise. I just come in here and play a game and I get out of homework? No catch? Well, you can't tell anyone in the class. I'll call your mom about it, though. He holds his hand out to shake. We have a deal, then? Yeah, okay. 
<laughs> I can't say no to that deal. Homework is only one step above death. I'm so happy about skipping some homework that I'll keep remembering it and being happy over and over again. But what really gets me is that in order for Mr. Daniels to come up with this plan, he must have thought of me outside of school when he didn't have to think of me. I bet other teachers have never let me sit in their head one second longer than they had to.